Hi friends, Alex here, and I am your host for the You Might As Well podcast. I am a recovering perfectionist and registered nurse pushing 30 who's simply taking the twists and turns of life one nap at a time. I'm here to document the highs, the lows, and everything in between as authentically as possible. Are you looking for a type A bestie to talk shit with? Or maybe you need to hear from someone who's on their own journey so you can realize we're more alike than you think. If that sounds like you, then you might as well keep listening because every Wednesday I'm bringing you relatable ass content. So grab your iced white mocha or your $3 Trader Joe's bottle of Merlot and let's fucking go. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for showing up to listen to today's episode. Happy April. I know when you're listening to this, it's already week two of the month, but I'm recording this on April 6th. And I know that people always say that that's crazy how fast the year flies by, but I really think this year is flying by. Like, I think it was 2019 that felt so slow for me. January and February felt like they were going to last 100 years, but this year is just zooming. And with a new month, comes a new affirmation, and this is one I have felt I have needed for a long-ass time. If you've been listening to my podcast since I started, you've heard me say a hundred times how critical I am of myself and how guilt tends to creep into my life if my productivity is low. Well, I feel that was the case big time for me in March. I definitely had like a depressive episode last month that I would say probably lasted about two weeks. It was mild, but I definitely caught those same emotions of like having zero desire desire to do anything, feeling hopeless or helpless and getting down on myself for letting things pile on top of me. And in case you're like, oh, Alex, please, that happens to me all the time. That's not depression. Yeah, actually it is. <laughs> those are legit questions from the PHQ-9 test, which is basically a tool used by mental health providers for screening severity of depression because depression is a scale. So if you're sitting there thinking, hmm, this sounds a little bit like me, then you might be having an episode or going through some form of depression. And if you don't already have a therapist, then I suggest you find one because it is so important and better to catch your feelings and your thoughts quickly and work through them rather than let them fester into something more severe, God forbid. Okay, so now that my TED Talk is out of the way, you know what time it is. My affirmation for this month is hitting so very close to home. And maybe someone out there will benefit from using it for themselves because I straight up need to repeat this to myself multiple times a day to make sure it sinks in. So here it goes. I am doing the best I can. I forgive myself and I set myself free from overwhelming burden. Woo! When I first wrote this down, I was looking for affirmations that had to do with feeling disappointed in yourself. Because like I said, my default is not necessarily to give myself grace when I mess something up or don't do something according to plan. When I found something along the lines of saying, I forgive myself, because I didn't exactly say this, the website that I found, I always tailor it to make sure that the affirmation speaks to me and my life. But when I read those first few words, I thought to myself, hell, I don't think I have ever forgiven myself for anything that I've been angry with, like myself for in the past? And how powerful would it be if just speaking those words over myself every day could make an impact in the way that I live my life? So yeah, that's what I'm telling myself this month. And until further notice, 
And today I am grateful for Cuddles with Chewy. Sunday's off to do absolutely nothing if my heart should desire, and it certainly did desire this past weekend. And I'm very grateful for Disney trips, which we have one coming up, and I am stoked. Yes, I'm a Disney adult. It's fine. It's totally fine. Moving on. So speaking of Disney and just vacation in general, a vacation is actually what prompted this episode. I currently don't know if I can say that I know how to be present because hindsight always has me thinking, oh, that went by too fast or did I really enjoy that vacation or that time off? I definitely feel like I'm still trying to figure out what exactly being present entails because while I could be fully in a moment and without my phone or other distractions, I tend to look back with a morsel of regret and I hate feeling that way, especially about vacation or time away with friends and family. So to give some context, I'm a big planner, right? Everybody knows this. Alex can't use the restroom without planning her bathroom breaks. Yes, it's hilarious. But in all honesty, when it comes to planning a trip or time away from home, I tell myself that the reason it's so important to plan everything is so that I can be present during the trip, so that I'm not worrying about what there is to do next or how are we going to get into dinner without a reservation, et cetera, et cetera. So I did what I always do, right? Chris and I finally took this huge, important bucket list trip to Europe, and I planned every little detail with no time left unaccounted for, very little time left unaccounted for. In the moment on the trip, I felt incredibly present. We went from spot to spot, taking photos and videos, soaking in moments. I even told Chris before we left, like each spot that we went to, that I wanted to make sure that we were going to pause and take a few deep breaths and take in the sights, which looking back, I do remember doing that in those moments. But as a whole, when I'm asked how the trip went, I can't help but solely think about the negatives or the regret that I have. Like we were exhausted from over planning and running from place to place to make it on time. We packed way too much into our itinerary. And by we, I mean me. So sorry, babe, if you're listening. And I can't help but feel this weird, intense feeling like I wasn't fully present in the moment or didn't get to fully enjoy the trip because X, Y, Z. But I was there. And the same thing happened to me with my wedding. It's so hard to look back and remember every detail. And I know some of you married girlies can relate. So what does being present even mean then? I will use any excuse to take to Google, so here we go. (laughs) Headspace, aka one of my favorite apps of all time used for meditation and soundscapes and growth, says that being present means focusing on one thing and feeling whatever emotion we feel when we feel it, even challenging ones. Er, By that definition, I was totally present, well... Actually, now that I think about it, I may have been thinking about the next step each time we were in one, if you know what I mean. Like, for example, where we were going to have dinner after X activity that we were doing. Okay. Uh, Okay. Let's look at the next one. It says being present means being fully conscious of and engaged with our experience, even if that experience is difficult. When we are lost in thought, reliving the past or going through the motions, it interferes with how we act in the present. Okay. Well, that's super helpful. I am literally always lost in thought. (laughs) Okay, but what about when you want to take pictures and videos to relive the moment? That's a big part of where I struggle. For example, we recently went on a trip with some friends. Looking back, I can obviously say we had a great time, without a doubt. 
But I also feel like I didn't get to relax as much as I wanted to. And it's so weird because both my husband and my best friend were like, Alex, you clearly have dementia because you relaxed here and here and there. And it's absolutely true. So why do I stay regretful or like, why can't I just point blank say, oh my God, it was perfect and actually mean it. On this particular trip, I did say to myself prior to leaving that I really wanted to take a lot of pictures and videos because the last one that we had all gone together I was almost too present and didn't take any. So there's that piece also of like, was I watching the trip from behind the screen the whole time? But if you don't do that, then how can you look back on it? Like memories fade. Moments are fleeting. I love nothing more than looking back at old videos and cackling or crying at how precious I remember those moments being. So if I'm not stopping the moment to take a photo or a video... I'm eliminating the chance to enjoy the same moment in the future. Like this is a this is a serious shower moment. You know, like those moments when you're in the shower and you're thinking the world's deepest thoughts and you're just like mind-blowing yourself. Like that's this right here. <laughs> so how can I be better? Because on this last trip, the one I just mentioned, I took my journal hoping that that would somehow keep me in the present and keep me accountable for my feelings and my moments. But I didn't write in it once. If I'm being honest, I was having a great time and sleeping in. And who wants to self-improve on vacation? Not me, certainly. I actually really want to know how I can work on this, though, because I'm obviously going on another trip soon, and I want to be able to enjoy those to the fullest. Not only that, but if Chris and I go through with this, like, parent thing, yikes, <laughs> these solo moments with him are what I'm going to have to hold on to when the going gets tough. And I really just want to do what I'm saying I'm doing, which is enjoy being married and enjoy that time as a couple. So let's Google it, shall we? <laughs> I mean, I really hope you guys aren't tuning into this podcast thinking that I'm some super intelligent mindset and mental health guru who has it all figured out because I'm literally out here figuring my shit out one minute at a time, one Google search at a time. Okay. So this article from uncordedmarket.com says one of the things that they say to do is to just be still and observe for some time, like about five minutes. I might take this one up a notch and do 10 or 15 just because I know my brain and she takes a little longer to quiet down. I might also add a little something to this, like play an ice spy game of sorts for mindfulness. Like, you know, those anxiety exercises where you use all your senses to ground yourself. So kind of like that, like see if I can find a person, an animal, a flower, a plant, smell of food, you know, whatever, to really hone in on each of my senses and then make detail of my observations so that I can feel like I'm really where I am in the moment. Okay. And I also like this next one that says to choose a destination, but remove the pressure of actually needing to arrive. Uh, I truthfully don't know how well I'll stick to that one because <laughs> like I mentioned, type A over here, but perhaps I will tweak and add an extra 30 minutes or an extra hour to factor in for travel to get to said destination, like a cafe or a lunch spot so that if on the way there... I'm walking and see a cute market or I'm actually enjoying observing the sights. I can relish in that for a while without the pressure of like having to be somewhere right away. Wow, guys, Google is so insightful. Okay, let's do one more. I keep seeing leave tech behind everywhere, but that doesn't really answer my question regarding how to keep the memories or the moments alive without a phone. 
Oh, okay. I like this one. From under30experiences.com. Hala, still under 30. We have like two years left. Actually, like a year and a half. It's fine. And it says to always ask yourself, if I don't do this, what if? If I don't do this, what if? I love that because it touches on the regret that I tend to feel like, but also I might take this a step further and also ask myself, if I do this, will it change my experience for the better? It's kind of the same sentence with different words, but also it helps my brain to understand more. Like for example, if I'm somewhere and really enjoying the moment, but have a plan to do something later and feel rushed to leave whatever I'm presently doing, and I ask myself that question, then I might just find that I'm able to let go of that other thing to soak in the current moment and not just do it for the sake of doing it, you know? Okay, cool. I'm going to go write these in my notes app now so that I can access them while away and remember to do these things. I will report back after my next true vacay and let y'all know what worked and what didn't. In the meantime, if you're still here and have been listening up to this episode, lucky number 13, I appreciate you so, so much. Seriously, really, please hear my words. I appreciate you. I love you, please. And it would mean the absolute world to me if you would just take two measly minutes out of your day to write me a little review on Apple Podcasts so that I can give you a giant phone hug and just see that you're listening and feel your good vibes, please. Until then, I hope your April showers bring me flowers. <laughs> okay, that was so lame, but I literally could not resist. Stay safe. Bye. so you're still here that's awesome thank you so much for sticking around i hope you liked that episode if you did do me a favor and leave me a review wherever you're listening so that i know i'm not talking to myself i hope you guys have an amazing day an amazing week and i will talk to you next time bye